Welcome to Wednesday Comics. Brought to you by RootsOfTheSwampThing.com and Supercon 2018, Return of the Con. Keep turning those pages. Welcome to Wednesday Comics. To my right, we have the one and only Alex. How you doing? Hello, everyone. And across from me, the one himself, Garrett. How you doing? Feeling great. I think I just gave you both the same nicknames, though. That's okay. It's it's <laughs> this and blasting in my ears. Uh, <laughs> nobody can hear it on the show, but we had the lonely Phil Collins of Genesis uh, carrying us into that show, and I am... Uh, the one and only Marvin. <laughs> I am in the air tonight. Oh, <laughs> there it is. You know, in that song he talks about, he sees the guy like drowning and the guy doesn't help him, right? Do you think uh, that wouldn't happen here, right? We're all friends, right? Yeah. I'm asking well, for a friend. <laughs> you know, because of the hangover, when I hear that song, I think about it as a giant tiger now. Oh. And then get punched in the face. Yeah, yeah, that happens, definitely. Uh, this is Wednesday Comics, your comic book uh, podcast. Uh, we are here with uh, the end of year two, beginning of year three. Uh, they don't make that many of those comics, right? There's Batman Year One, Year Two. They don't go Year Three. But by that point, I've seen Year Three. Oh, has there? What book? Well, they it's Batman and Robin Year Three. Oh, okay. Well, so. now, is this what we're doing now? Now we're Batman and Robin. You know how like in the animated series it was Batman. And the well, no, series. you're Alfred. What was season three of Batman? You're Hush. Then they go to Batman and Robin. So Batman and Robin, then New uh, Adventures. Well, yeah, but Batgirl shows up in season three. Well, let's put her three. on the titles because it's the '90s. <clears throat> That's where we're at right now. We're in the new season. Because then eventually when we get to season four, we'll get Nightwing will be officially added to the roster. Yeah. And then and we'll get pushed into the future 60 years. And then season Wednesday five comics beyond. were canceled. Of course. Yeah. Because they only used to do, how was it, 67 episodes? Like animation only was able to do a certain amount of episodes before they couldn't get a new season. But that's ancient now. Oh, really? I know they uh, try to go 100 to do the syndication. So uh, if we're uh, Wednesday comics beyond, can I be the dog? What? Oh, in Batman Beyond? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Alex didn't get that reference. Titus. The real Titus. Well, no, uh, oh, I was going to say no Titus. From, Titus is from the future. Whoa, I just noticed I showed you the answers. Hopefully nobody looked at us. Oh, we weren't even looking. We were too busy dancing over uh, here. We it's are all here shit with a special episode. No reviews this week. Once again, uh, read your books. the questions. And uh, form your own opinions. I picked up a lot of... Actually, for the free talk, why don't we just pick up like... I'm talking about what we picked up today. We're like talk about comic books in general. Uh, we're going to talk about our top five ongoing books here in a second. And then we'll go on to a game to end the show. Uh, but so, um, did I bring it up here? I didn't bring it up here. I did try. I did pick up that. Um, what was that book called? Shanghai Blue. Yes, right. Shanghai Red. Red. <laughs> was it good? I picked it up. I didn't read it. I mean, I got it. Okay, I picked it up. It looked that it looks art, good. That yeah. cover was really good. I thought oh, I'll get it. Uh, that was one that I saw on the shelf, and I mentioned on the forecast. I was like, this thing looks like it might be good. The art looks like it's. Um, it's scratchier. It's more pencil-y than... I'm trying to think of it. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a oil paints kind of almost. It like kind of like the colors mesh together. Yeah. Um, I always good. used to think of... Uh, is that Frank Avella? Not, not that vibrant color, just the drawing-wise looks like that. Yeah, so I'm excited to check that out. Uh, I got that. I got the, the huge this week. What else came out this week? Um, 801. Gideon Falls 801. Gideon, Gideon, Gideon Falls, number Falls four. I did yeah. get that sweet, sweet cover with that. Yeah, it's going to go up in the I wonder studio. who put it in Demon. your box. That's some fucking God. Hey, 
Hey, <laughs> thank you. Um, no problem. <laughs> notice how that was lower than anything in the show. That might even, the noise reduction might even take that out. Um, <laughs> Swinging low, sweet chariot. Sweet low. And then you, what did you get? 801 Spider-Man? Yeah, Amazing Spider-Man 801. That's Hopefully it picks up from 800. Slot. It's got a lot. It's got a low bar, so it can really climb. All it has to do is actually just tie the... It doesn't even have to have any action. Just tie the characters in a nice little bow and then hand it off to Nick Spencer. It doesn't have to be anything static. Just be like, hey, had a good run, everybody. What's, Thanks. What's the uh, girl character that Dan Slack read? Anna, Anna Marconi. Marconi. What if the last panel is her hanging Spider-Man and the mask saying, go be Spider-Man? Is that a good send-off? As long as Nick Spencer's first page is her falling off a building. <laughs> yeah, let, let me save you. <laughs> so we have oh, 801 no. and then 802 Nick Spencer jumping on with Ryan Otley. Uh, and then they'll do a run uh, arc together. And then after Ryan Otley, um, Ramos is coming on board to do an arc, which, yeah. I know. That's, that's the thing. I saw that. I saw For those it. who couldn't see me, my face went, eh. They're trying to bridge the gap, though. It that's just comes out too much. readers and get... It just comes out too much that Ali can't keep up with that. If, so if it's kind of like what Batman does, where it's, you know, here's five issues as a certain artist, fine. I do... Sometimes I like Ramos art. It just depends on uh, how big he makes their eyes, how big the faces are, how yelly he makes uh, J. Jonah Jameson. I think you would uh, concur, and I think uh, if I... If it's exciting and funny and the Spider-Man you want to read, then Rainbow's art so it's good enough for yep. it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think I'm going to check that out. I know you're getting yep. you're ready to get it anyways. Uh, you're going to read your brother's copy? No. He's going to get his own. Oh, you're going to buy I started it? with Venom. Venom is my first dipping my toes into the Spider-Verse. Uh, Venom, I'm not going to live with him forever. Venom number uh, three? Two. Two came out today? Yep. Uh, Got to check that out. Wait a second. That came out that last, last no, week. It- was it last week? Venom 2 was last week. It was on Three our... Three comes out next week. It was on our... Sh- our uh, oh, really? Shelf I didn't know game. that. Because issue one came out like at the beginning of May. And then it was every it was two weeks. month and a half. Really? Yeah, it's Marvel. Marvel money. I don't, Hello. I don't, I don't think Venom 1 tell you 2 is two weeks, though. I think it was well, last week, Venom 2. Well, Venom 3 is coming out next week, so it's going to be start being two so, weeks. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll agree to that. Then Justice League number two. I didn't get a copy sold out. But uh, you guys... I got know. it, but literally not that excited for it. I was very disappointed in issue one. Uh, there was one, no, excuse me, there was one copy left. It was a variant cover, but it was 50 bucks, and I don't think that. Was it the Martian Manhunter looking like No, a it was gorilla? just a regular cover for the first issue, except it had nothing on it. So, oh, like the Virgin cover? Oh, yeah, yeah I saw that. No, so, wait, no, I, I'll just, let me write on there, Justice League. <laughs> I was like, yeah, can we make this 299 now? Oh, no, 399, excuse me, 399. Nowhere to. You know, I, I'll Draw admit, the I'm, line at selling your soul. JL would be fine if they actually can just... just if you're going to build up to this bad guy team teaming up, I want it to be that first arc, let the Justice League fight them. They don't have to, you know, destroy them. But do something cool. Don't don't well, build it up for 28 issues and then be like, um, we're going to go to Mars. Right issue two. What they're going to do is that's what they're probably going to do that thing that you're saying. Yeah. But I think the way they came about in issue one was just bad. Uh, I saw some uh, art from issue two, and it looks pretty good because it's uh, Jorge. Jorge. And uh, I think that's what you're going to get. You're going to get a combination of uh, Jorge's art carrying those issues. And uh, who did the first issue? Jim Chung? Right? Yep. I mean, both artists are great. So I think that's what you're going to have to get it for for a second until they eventually figure out like to tell smaller stories. I think it's just going to start out big. And then eventually it'll get smaller. But uh, I'm excited for more of those spinoffs. Odyssey, Dark. I think those look more like what I'm looking for. Yeah. And maybe what you're looking for, too. What's, Odyssey I, especially. I, I don't know what Odyssey is. I don't know who's on that team. It's like the just like space. Space, space team. Space Force. Wow, that sounds horrible. <laughs> it is uh, Dark Side, 
Who else is on that team? Um, Cyborg. Cyborg. Um, uh, Jessica Cruz. Yep. Hey, and Darkseid's on that team? Well, we don't know. Well, he's helping them in the first arc because there's something that happens that they both join forces. I don't okay. think he's actually on the team. But it just he, says, like, when it comes down to it, will you let Darkseid? Is he... It's kind of like in Seventh Eternity when the bad guy starts helping him out. It's like, it, can you really trust this guy? Yeah, it's kind of okay. like that. So. Okay. Um, the art looks great. It's from uh, Stephen Sajic. Is that his name? Yep. Yes. Uh, great. And then Justice League Dark. Everything I've seen of Justice League Dark looks like it's creatively uh, trying new things. It looks like really weird. Like it should be. This is Detective Chimp in it, doesn't Detective it? Detective Chimp. Yeah. We have, That's I think all you Constantine, need. right? Constantine. Swamp Wonder Thing. Woman. Wonder Woman. Satana? Satana Satara. Uh, kind of looks so good. Yeah. That's so the, my I most think, that's the one I think I'm most excited for is that. Just because it's characters I don't know a lot about and it's doing supernatural stuff. Well, and, DC hasn't really touched them except for like uh, one shot here or there saying like, oh, we have a Justice League Dark team. And it's uh, James Tinian, the fourth, who yep. is coming off a dark, uh, just give me a dark, Detective Comics run, which we thought was great. So it's another team book. So I thought it's going to be good. I hope so. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, and Swamp Thing came out this week on uh, an issue of Damage. He, Swamp Thing is killing it. Damage. He's in Justice League this week, by the way. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> and he's going to be Justice League Dark. Do you see a burning bat tower anywhere near? <laughs> what does that mean? Issue three. Um, New 52. Oh, I see. Bat tower. I think he said bath tower. I don't know what that meant. No. Do you see that burning bath towel over there? <laughs> I was like, I've never seen a bath tower. It's just like the spoiler some guy with glasses showed me one time. <laughs> uh, that was the beginning of this friendship, and it la- this is that was like the catalyst to start this thing. We used to st- over Skype. I mean, we used to over Skype literally <laughs> comic books like for an hour. And don't then, give Skype credit. It was Google Home. Or Google oh yeah, it was Google. Hangouts. Hangouts, right. It was Google Hangouts. We used to hang out, talk comic books. It's when you were so at school, right? I was in school. And you he were so in school. Yeah. And uh, I Do you think they call it Google and chill now? Probably. Yeah. That's what we were doing. And uh, <laughs> and then eventually you guys were done with school or it would be like summer and we would just sit around the table for like an hour, two hours and talk comics. And uh, yeah, let's talk the oranges for a second here. And then uh, we, you know, it was kind of like an idea for a while. I, I threw it through your guys and be like, do you think you have something you'd be interested in? And at first it started as a website and we wrote it. And then we had the conversation being like, I think I'd rather, uh, well, I know Garrett was a big one being like, I think I'd rather talk about it. Like, well, I when think, it started becoming a chore to like type out things and you're saying well, the same things. It's like, I can't articulate what I'm writing. What I'm not saying. everybody's a writer. I but, mean, um, yeah. I'm, saying, I'm not a writer. I'm more of, I'm much better at speaking. Uh, well, maybe not. I guess if you guys listen to the show, you probably know I'm not actually that articulate anyway. And so, um, the, at least for me personally, the big thing, like it was almost like a thing where I was like, do you guys want to do this? And like, it was like an idea and stuff like that. But I think the thing that was big for me, at least to be like, no, we can do this and we're going to do this was when uh, my son was born and he was born, he was in the NICU. And I was like, dude, like <laughs> uh, for some reason at that moment, I mean, not for some reason, you know why? Like at that moment, I was like, you know what? Like life's so fragile. And like at any second I could like die and like, why am I waiting to do this thing? And so I told you guys, to go, let's do it. I go, I'm going to buy all this stuff. You just pay me back, whatever. And we'll split it three ways and we're going to start this. But I said, if we're going to do this, like, let's really go in and do this. We're not going to miss a week ever. Uh, going into three years, never missed a week. We're going to make sure that, like, everybody's involved. I told you guys from the beginning, I was like, if this ever feels like it's a chore and like a job, then I think we're going to we're gonna stop. But, like, let's keep it fun. Let's keep it interesting. I think we've really done that. And uh, let's just go out there. And first beginning, too, I go, let's just go out there and talk. 
Let's just get, you know get it down. We're talking already, so let's get it down on like, record. I said that was the one thing we we sit around for hours. Oh yeah, shoot just the shit, just and, like dovetailing from the end of one topic into the beginning of another for hours. And well, when New Fifty Two was, you know, three months away from even coming out, we would sit there for the theory two to three oh, hours on what these stories time. were going to, what the story would be, what this cover means, doesn't mean anything. What we we're going to get, which was you know ninety percent of the books, we were like freaking comic surgeons and dissecting um, those. Beautiful. I mean, colors. even the first conversation me and Garrett ever had was All Star Superman and Grant Morrison in general and Batman and Robin and all that, Batman Incorporated. And that's how I was like, oh, this guy's good. And I was like, okay. Thanks. But I uh, someone says it. <laughs> this guy's good. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, but that's what I mean. Like, and then w- I said, like, um, you know, at first, nobody's going to listen. I like, nobody, probably it's just going to be us talking for a while. So let's make sure that it's something we want to listen to. And we make sure to, at first, I mean, the format was different at the beginning. Remember, we yep. used to bring a topic and we all would talk about it. It was more or less about reviewing weekly books just because we thought we couldn't keep up if we read books and then talk about the show. And that sometimes still is a chore a little bit because it's just that we record on Thursdays and books come out on Wednesdays. And we all have lives and jobs. And so it's kind of hard. But I think it shows how much that we're into this and how much we're dedicated to people now that we do have an audience. And... Out, we'll hear some numbers in a second in this game. But, uh, you're gonna uh, lose. I am going to lose. <laughs> but it's now that we have an audience, I think I think we're kind of holding, holding each other accountable and holding what well, I think our audience holds us accountable. Like when we don't put out, like when I, put out, I don't put out the gauntlet for a day, I get people being like, hey, where's this gauntlet episode at? And uh, when this episode or this show's late, people say that too. So, like, but it's still fun. You know what I mean? Like, I, yep. I like interacting with people and talking about comic books. And then we bring guests on. We've had numerous people come on board that became friends. You know, right? Like, John Boylan's been a guy who reached out to us when we were doing the show. I was like, hey, how do I get involved? And, like, I want to really sponsor your show. He's doing rootsofthswampthing.com. And we've got to know John over the last three years, basically. Yeah. And for doing the show. And I, you consider John a friend. And I Absolutely. Know, oh, yeah. Do here. A great guy. And we've recently you know met newer people like mikey and dylan and stuff like that and it's cool seeing them do their thing and everybody just feeds off of everybody's creativity and i think ultimately if you're listening to this and you enjoy it and even if you're just listening to this and you obviously enjoy creativity if you're reading comic books or you're or you like some of that i think it all just pushes towards at least something good in everybody's life that's like a thing that you'd be like yeah i got comic books i got this show uh i got my own thing to do so like all of it's good and going into three years that train the tracks keep going i saw this my son watches mickey mouse clubhouse and this train was spitting out tracks from its mouth and it was ongoing that thing is gonna loop forever and that's this show (laughs) (laughs) well until you two die (laughs) or i choke on the track yeah (laughs) one of the two. two Uh, don't worry, young Garrett will be here. <laughs> These eighty-year-old men will be out of here. Young Garrett will be doing this show on his phone, uploading it to YouTube because that's what he has to do. Whoa! You'll be, you'll have don't the, worry. You'll no, I'm just bring, saying. Uh, just host I really should show you guys how to do this. I really, I just did a presentation. I showed random people how to do this. I should show you guys how to do this. <laughs> uh, don't don't overexert yourself. <laughs> <laughs> One day when when this becomes don't go out of your way. When this becomes more than us in my office, around surrounded by Wonder Woman posters and uh and saga. You just tell me how to tell your digital assistant to uh, fix this video, fix the edits. Is that how you say it? 
See, that's your problem. I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank you for editing for two years, Marvin. Three years. Roots of the Swamp Thing.com, your definitive online source for all things Swamp Thing. Uh, Holland Files number two is out, Garrett. How is it? Holland File 2s was awesome. A lot of cool like images that you haven't got to see in Holland Files number one. So definitely looking forward to finishing this bad boy. And that's not the only thing. If you want to learn more about Swamp Thing, Alex, where would you go? You're going to go to RootsOfTheSwampThing.com. Make sure to stay in touch at RootsOfTheSwampThing.com on Twitter at DCWorldSwampy. <laughs> Facebook.com slash RootsOfTheSwampThing. Top five. We're going to talk about our top five ongoing books. We do this every year. Well, we've done it 2016, 2017, and now 2018. Uh, the first time, I don't think it was in June, but the last time it was still in June. So this, it's been a year. Okay. And um, we'll get into it here in a second. We're going to go around from five to number one. But I just want to say something up top, and I I'm on, I think I'm not in the minority here. Uh, not that great of a year. Or at least there's some, we're in this kind of weird stasis right now. I think we were talking about right before the show that it's like – too many new things. At least nothing. with our rules. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Our rules are like, it has to be an ongoing, so that means it's more than 12 issues. It's not like a miniseries like Mr. Miracle because that's 12 issues. It's not like a miniseries that's ended like White Knight, which is great. Both of those get, they're both great. Uh, Department H was great, but that ended already, right. so that was another caveat. Done. It has to be ongoing right now. And also, it has to uh, have at least... Uh, six issues that came out this year. I'm going to stretch that a little bit because um, I couldn't figure out another issue. Oh, so now, wait. I The way I understand year is a year from last June, last time we did this, within that year. Oh, I'll do that. Because that, that, that. that's hard to do. We've only been going well, for six months. Well, then I didn't months. cheat then. <clears throat> Still cheated. <laughs> no, yeah, I'll go that, actually, because you're right, because we haven't really talked about Then we would be skipping a whole half year. So. Yeah, and so we'd already missed out on six Where months. Where were you a second ago when I was trying to figure out this? Well, thing, so. you said an ongoing ha- could have 12 issues. No, it has to be solicited for more. Otherwise, that's a miniseries. Okay, gotcha. I mean, if you're gonna, we're gonna play uh, dirty here. We're gonna play dirty here, but we're still gonna go through. Hey, I think at some point in time we're gonna need to write you know these rules down. For all I heard us. about was collusion, so that's all I need. The to hear. first year, I believe Alex went first. The second year, you went first. So it's your turn. Here we go, Papa M. Number here five. I thought about lo- I thought about it for a while because, uh, like I said. With our rules, it's kind of like I don't know what, what's really going on here. So I got one thing to say for mm-hmm. Marvin being the techie one of the three of us. You're the one who had pen and paper for your list. There's something about pens and paper that I like. Even I, I'm, I'm not being 100 serious. Like when I go to meetings at work, people bring their laptops. I bring pen and paper because I feel less distracted. I have a problem keeping uh, have keeping not track, uh, keeping, keeping my focus. attention focused. So I don't need all this distraction. I just need it right here. See, that's what I was in class. I needed the pen, the pen to paper, because then when I'm doing the tests or I'm trying to remember something, it's only I remember writing that down and thinking this and doodling this part down here, which led to this. I get you. Number five is uh, I put on here, and for a while this thing I don't know where it was going, but I do feel like in the last year, and uh, technically. It's over, but it's not really over. It's because it's still ongoing, the story. <laughs> so this is me cheating a little bit. Is uh, Thor by Jason Aaron. Does okay. that count? That's still the same I would, I would, I would count that because it's still his same story. It's like line. a volume break is what's yeah. going on. So uh, I do really think, especially Russell Dodderman, which is a, it's probably the saddest part about that volume ending is that he's not on that book anymore. Yep. And But the way that that uh, Thor story ended last uh, the last couple months and then the start of the new one, uh, the start of the game was a little rough, but the way the last one ended, starting with like the uh, with um, Mangog, Mangog, and then uh, Hemel, what's his name? No, 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 Hemdel, uh, Volsag, 
getting the hammer and becoming like crazy. Oh, and, like, killing uh, Warthor. Yeah, Warthor. God, I, I enjoy that arc a lot. And all of that, I think, in the last year, at least, uh, creatively, Jason Aaron was just like, let's try to do a bunch of crazy stuff and like ramp this thing up to being crazy. And then the last arc was really down to earth about Jane trying to figure out what makes you a god. Is it that you're born a god or is it that you accept responsibility and choose to protect everyone else? Does that make you worthy to be Thor? And I I really did enjoy it, from, especially for the kind of turn it took from a book that I wasn't really enjoying to the last year being like, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, when I thought of this list, I was like, I, th- I thought about this book and I was like, nah, well, there's better books. And then I looked at all the rest of my books. I go, nope, it's on there. So that's for me, Thor. Oh, I like it. It's a good, good option. Uh, now, I may be cheating now that I'm thinking about this. I put Black Hammer as my number five. Like the actual title, Black Hammer, has only had the three issues. Okay. Can, can what? It's on my list somewhere. Yeah, me too. So I cheated. You know what? Fuck L- it. Like, like we already See, discussed. That's, that's, the same thing. Yeah. that's the same thing as Thor, though. Those are the same story. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. We, when we've had the, the four issue runs, those minis, they do add to this. It's not our fault. That's the way he's just choosing to bring them up. Because uh, so. Sherlock Frankenstein got brought into this uh, second issue of Black Hammer Age of Doom. It's like, okay, let's just kind of tying things together. Um, and two, what, three weeks ago, Dr. Star came out. It's like, I'm counting them all in the same universe. They're the that's, same story I feel the same related. Um, this is one of those books that is just so... You know, it looks so good, and all, that's all the way around with everybody who's doing the art. Because Ruben is did. It on your list, yeah, it is. Do we just say mine's for me? It's number three. For me, it's number four, but I put it down as a Black Hammer universe. That's oh, I put just Black Hammer. So I, that's why I said. Yeah, I said because it's like the same thing with Thor. It's like even though they're, he's breaking it up, especially Black Hammer and Age of uh, Doom, Doom. It's like it's the same story. He just broke it up into two volumes, yeah. and I think that's more just so people like new readers. He's trying to get them on board and not be like confused that this book is. You know, he could be like, oh, Age of Doom. And they can catch up on there and go back and read the rest if they want to, which I do I think, think they should. should do. But yeah, that book's so good, Jeff Lemire. I, I, You know, the one thing is when it comes out, it's not one of those books that I go, man, I got to read this right away. And then when I do read it, I'm like, holy Moses, this book was amazing. Not only is the art fantastic, uh, the way Jeff Lemire tells that story it makes me just, I love all these characters. And I know when the time comes, he's going to be serving me some steak. Well, and I think I think Jeff Lemire, having worked for the big two, he has gotten so much experience working with different characters, superheroes, what have you, that now he gets to kind of enter because you know you can see all those nods to yeah. like Marvel characters, DC characters, things like that. But it's kind of like Injustice in a way where he can do these things and like literally just play with them, have fun, and tell a great story without any continuity barriers or story restraints because it's. Basically, his universe. And that Doctor Star mini is probably one of the best things I've read this year. Did you? Did you guys finish four? I haven't read four yet. Okay, I've not read four. No, I haven't either. But like, okay, even just the three. I know that's kind of high praise when the thing's out. But I really haven't had time the last like two weeks to read any comics. Um, I was telling Garrett before you came here. Uh, But that Doctor Star, even those three issues, are some of the most real. stuff i read about a superhero like like eric's just saying like it's like it's about a superhero but the things that happen to this guy and the way he reacts to him and like the kind of stuff i'm pulling from this book is it's classic jeff lemire it's like stuff that like when i read that especially like when you go back to like his other books like royal city it's like i'm reading something and i'm i'm getting a different perspective and i'm learning a little bit about life and it kind of reflecting on my own life and that's the best kind of of uh 
art there is that you can go through and, you know, read it and I can be entertained by the superhero side of it. But, but also at the end of the day, I'm like reading that. And, uh, this Dr. Star is a real character to me. There are not even character, a real person. So, uh, it's really great, especially the art in all three series, uh, Frankenstein star, and then, uh, age of doom, uh, Jeff Lemire knows what kind of specific person to pick for those books. Like Ruben's great for that Frankenstein yep. thing. Uh, Orson's great for the main series. And then, um, who did, who did star? It's like, uh, Max Furiyama. Furiyama is like great for that Dr. Yes. So uh, I agree too. Those are some of the best books coming out this last six months. Or excuse me, 12 months. Um, My number five. And I'm probably breaking the rules because I... Ah, damn. Just just say it and we'll tell you if you I know, it's not right. But technically it's going to be ongoing for quite a fucking long time. Doomsday Clock. But it's only going to be 12 issues. So it doesn't technically count. But it's going to be going on for a million. You know, years. the one thing that I and I'm going to throw you a bone, being that it's pretty much directly tied into rebirth in general. Rebirth's been going on for two years. That I guess I wouldn't count it against you. So I cheated. Uh, happy. That was one I did think of, but I thought it was disqualified by rules. But I will allow it just because it's so great. I mean, so. it is. I mean, that's. I'm sorry. I couldn't. When I thought ongoing, I was like, this one I know is going to be at least twelve issues. Um, Gary Frank's killing it on art, and I don't. I don't even care about the delays because I know if I'm getting a whole issue with Gary Frank's art, it doesn't matter to me. Jeff Johns writing again. You know, we were talking about last week how excited we are to have him back writing comics. I think that's where he belongs. That's where he's strongest. And it's such an exciting time as a comic book fan. And like a sequel to Watchmen. Like, are you kidding me? Like to be able to do that and pull it off. I mean, we all read before Watchmen. Well, I know you and I yeah. did. You read parts of before Watchmen. I read I mean, Silk Spectre and Minutemen. I mean, some of that was good, but some of it was a shit show. Yes. And, and it's so like, this, this is I, the best way to do it. Well, the thing is that it's not just a, a cheaper rendition of a Watchmen book. It is, you're given, you're given the DC characters that everyone does know. You're giving new characters. I think um, Mime's new, isn't he? The Mime yeah. is a new character. And Marionette. What a what a scary duo to have. But they seem like they fit in with that dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, that Watchmen universe. And then you get, and then I know you're getting Watchmen characters. It's like, you know what? That's, that's a book that's been missing for a long time. And you're right. That Gary Frank art... Uh, is probably one of the best looking artists art books out there. Um, that first issue when you first meet Mime, you're like, this guy's like a joke. Like he's not a real because right. he like he fakes trying to shoot somebody with his finger guns, and you're like, this fucking guy. And then the second issue when you actually see the crime he committed and like what he all does, you're like, this guy's scary. <laughs> and they it really just turn that turn from a silly character, which they look silly, a silly character to a character that can be feared. And then we've seen that uh, they might be interacting with the Joker. Like, all of it is told well. The new people mix in with the existing universe. And it really is something, instead of him going back and being like, oh, let me just, you know, take existing the existing characters and just make a story out of that. Jeff Johns is like, how do I mix this with the DC universe? And what are we telling out of this? Like, what's coming out of this? And I do feel like he knew he needed to spend more time with it. And uh, that's why he decided to go back to just writing full time. And uh, the rest of it's going to be great. I think when you read this thing as a collective thing, there's you're not going to notice the delays and it's going to be an amazing piece. And I think uh, this is one issue to issue, like at least, you know, from issue four to five, because five just came out. Yeah. Um, didn't feel like I missed a beat. Picked up right where I remember everything left off because it's such a deep 
fun story that I I remember everything. So, in all honesty, I am behind by two issues, but I also know that this book really is going to be, like Marvin said, uh, a spectacular book to read as a whole. That when I read those next two issues back to back, because I think the next time it comes out, we need to talk about it again just yeah. to refresh everyone's memory. Uh, I can't wait to read those and then be like, holy shit, this book is fantastic. I think any book where there's just uncharted territory, which could be, you could say any book, but a lot of them get cliche because it's like the hero won't die, blah, blah, blah. Like in the Watchmen universe, it's like you don't know what could happen. Well, I mean, just like you said, look at Mime's weapon of choice is his fake things and then he shoots you in the face with it. Do you think that Mime's gun is the same technology as one Roman's jet? You know it. Alex, what's your number four? What was your, oh, your number four Mine was, was Black, Black Hammer. Hammer so. My number four is Tom King's Batman. Now, four. That's my number four. I've got other books that I actually look forward to a little bit more, but Batman just came out number 49 this, this actually week, uh, second part of uh, Best Man. I remember from issue one to 20, I was like, ah, you know, this book's really not my book. And once we got that final fight with Bane, I was like, holy Moses, this book. It's probably my favorite DC book. Yeah. You know what's funny? What you just said, almost word for word. I was listening to another episode to get some information today. One year ago today on episode 52, year one, um, when we went over our ongoing top five, you you said exactly the same thing about Batman. That I didn't like the first thing up until 20? 20. And then we started talking. Like, almost exactly what you just said. You said it again. It's amazing how that (laughs) happens. I just... What do we have to talk about it now if it's on our list? You don't have to. No, I'm going mean, to I'll wait then. But still, what I'll confer with you is that I agree with your points, meaning like, yeah, that first 17, 16 issues. Yeah. I th- And we've talked about it on the show. Like Tom King didn't really know where he was trying to go with Batman, but I feel like he was trying too much all at once and you just couldn't tell what his direction was and things like that. I, I am a, a biased Batman fan. I love my Batman to be uh, mentally and physically and emotionally perfected. But to see a Batman who is what? <laughs> is, this same, is this the same thing I'm saying? <laughs> it's Marvin's like, like, why did I listen to this episode? Yeah, so why, why I'm just laughing because I'm like, dude, this is the same exact thing you said it here. But ago. so for me, it, it's great to see this. At this, least you're fucking consistent, dude. Like, this, that's what's great about Alex is that this guy knows what he likes and he knows what he doesn't like and he does not change. I mean, he'll change his opinion if new material is presented, but he still remembers. Like, he's not going to remember a year from now, but like, for instance, Sometimes I'll watch something and I'll say I like it. And then when I remember back to it, I'm like, yeah, I didn't like that thing. But I actually did. At least you are consistent. You know what you didn't like about it. Like, you have a really good memory about that. I just thought that's what's making me laugh your memory. But Oh, I would say I still got the still champ for things I actually care about. <laughs> and I care. I love I love the Batman. Um, but now I like this. I like this Batman and this Bruce who wants to have a life outside of being the Batman. What else is there? Is there, you know, a wife? Maybe eventually he'll have. I doubt he'll have a child with Selena, but I want, I just, I like seeing this vulnerable side to him when normally I want to see the Batman that breaks Bane over his knee. So it's, it's refreshing. And you want uh, him to break Bane's goddamn back. Of course. Like you told me that, like, like you told me that whole time. Bane's goddamn back. We don't know if they're going to get married. Goddamn back. Well, I know. And I realize that's, that's a yeah, I know. Saw- Joker's going to forge a signature and he's actually going to marry Joker. <laughs> or she might not want to get married to him. So that's true. So I, it's, well, it's maybe not. Maybe this big wedding is going to be a big uh, 
Holy crud. What if it's the biggest? Uh, what if that's the cliffhanger of 40? Did you guys read 49? No. It what just if, came out, didn't it, this week? Yeah, it came out yesterday. Wednesday. Yeah, I got milk today. So. Oh. I haven't, I haven't read but anything. What if it comes out at the end? She's like, I can't marry you because you well, saved fi- the Joker's life. Well, at 50, they're getting married on the cover, so. If they don't get ready inside, you're going to be angry. So I'm just saying they're meeting at the altar doesn't mean I think they're kissing. Vows are exchanged. And yeah, so I'm just saying usually when you kiss Some people impromptu kiss their people before. Garrett, what's your number four? Uh, number four. You guys don't read it. Uh, Gasolina. Um, I went back and picked up every issue that's come out. And I know it's ongoing because I've seen it's listed for issue 13. So fuck you guys. Um, I didn't even know you got that. Yeah, I, I went remember. back and bought all the issues. Um, what's the spark for that to go back and all of a sudden decide to buy all them? Uh, Sicario, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah, seeing Sicario. Love that movie. That's I got great. recommended by Marvin to watch Sicario because Soldado's coming out. And I was like, okay, I'll check this out. Fell in love with that movie. And it made me think of Gasoline instantly. So I went back. Uh, there was seven issues out at the time. I picked those up. And I've gotten the most recent two. So there's been nine issues out so far. And this is such a cool concept. It's, you know, like the Mexican cartel drug war happening at the same time there's monsters involved like you know uh like scarabs and like werewolves and crazy like monsters that come out of like there's a kid in there that he got his whole family killed by the mafia not by the mafia by the cartel and he was left alive because he's got a living creature inside of him that has like an arm that comes out and like eats people oh it's like it's insane and then there's two main characters and one of them, she is like, there's a female and a male. They're a couple and the male, he's like an arms dealer. I would say he's, you know, he's kind of like a bounty hunter. And then the girl, she's like freaking forever from Lazarus where she like snipes people. And like, she's just a really good marksman and stuff. It's just a lot of fun. If you like high intensity, like adrenaline, or like kind of those really dry, intense moments like Breaking Bad where it's like just creating so much tension with what you're like looking at. It's such a great book. Um, and it's written by the editor of most Image Comics, uh, Sean Mankiewicz, uh, who does the editing for Walking Dead. He does it for Oblivion Song. He does it for almost every Image book. Hmm. Not all of them, but almost every one. Really? Um, yeah, he does a lot of them. My number three, right? Yes. Is a uh, saga by Brian Givon and, you know, Staples. I'll just leave the room. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, actually, last year you brought up that you were mad because I, I spoiled the book a little bit. So I will not try to spoil it. I'll just say that, especially in the last year, and I think Alice will, will agree with me here. I can't confirm anything yet. So um, I think it's been the strongest it's ever been ever since. What was the issue? Or uh, you know what issue I'm talking about. My, uh, uh, for you, it was like 38. Yeah, mine was for my well when they're on um the comet Fang is when that really gets strong. Uh, and uh, what issue went? Were you on now? Fifty one, two. Fifty three comes out next week. Okay, so in the last year, this thing has been amazing. Every issue before there was a while where Saga felt like to me that it was like consistently like good, like an eight or nine. But in the last year, I would say every issue has been a ten. Fiona Staples' art has always been a ten, but Brian K. Vaughn his story has elevated to a point where like every issue is uh, unique and the way he tells the story is just so refreshing to read it. And the character moments are so strong. It might be because we've been reading about these guys for so long that um, everything that happens to them or it's been happening to them recently, 
it's just more impactful. There's been a couple issues where some real stuff, bad stuff happened, and it's, it gets hard to read. But it is a great book, and before I would, I would, I would definitely say like before that 38 issue, I, for a while I was like, it seemed might be a little overhyped because people were saying it's like the best book ever, and it was great, but it wasn't like it wasn't like one of my fair books of all time. But in the last year, has totally achieved that, and any kind of hype you've heard about the book is true, and I would read it. It's great. Yeah, that is a, a good good book. Uh, my number three is Gideon Falls. Yes, Gideon Falls. Jeff Lemire and it's only gonna be eight issues. Is it really? No, I'm just kidding. That would suck because then I'd, I'd be <laughs> screw that. I ruined this. That Sorry, is guys. Sorry, fans. One. This may be one of my the first horror books I've gotten into in a long time. Uh, the last horror book I remember picking up would have been uh, The Wake by Scott Snyder and Sean Murphy. That book looked great. This book uh, is probably one of the best looking books I've seen. And when Sorrentino actually gets to put his strengths into it, much like he had in uh, Old Man Logan, where his 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 work of art isn't a linear set of panels. It's all over, it's all the, over place. the place. Yeah. He owns that two-page spread. And I think you guys can agree. This is probably, one, at least for me, one of the best books that's coming out recently. And it right. broadcasts what Jeff Lemire can do. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, I didn't put it on my list only for the fact that, like, I don't really... It's kind of new again. That's kind of that gray area we were talking about that's, like, so new. But it's the first time in a long time that I've turned a page in a comic and I got goosebumps or I, like, jumped a little bit. I'm like, to have art and, you know, printed words be able to make you jump Mm -hmm. like you're in a movie, that's pretty... That's crazy to me. But that, that... Variant cover that uh, Marvin got for issue four, where the guy's staring through the barn. Yeah. When he hangs that up in here, if you hang that up on the ceiling, I'm just gonna be like sitting here the whole time, like looking up. Like, <laughs> I th- my my concern is, I hope it, it's over there, so I don't have to see it all the time. If it's right in front of my face, I should put it right behind your head. So every time I turn around, he's right there looking at me. Garrett, what's your number four? I three. I already talked about Black Hammer. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, my number three. I mean, number two. Excuse me. I guess I should have talked about it when you talked about it, Gideon Falls. It's my number two. Um, that one I thought was a little cheating about because it's been only four, four issues yeah. out today. But it's that is a book. Like usually, so um, we did a best new series. We do it every year at the end of the year. Last year, <clears throat> there was one where I was like, Batman White Knight is two issues out of the time. And I was like, it's kind of early to con- consider it like one of the best. It was two issues. So three issues in were with Gideon Falls. But I think because of Jeff Lemire's track record, and because of the way the story's been told, these three issues have been like tens for me. Uh, I believe I can say that it is one of my favorite ongoings right now. And I have no issue believing that it's ever going to drop in quality. Like this thing has been so great. Right. And it's coming out consistently. It is. Um, Jeff Lemire's writing so many books consistently right now. How does that guy have a relationship with anybody in his life? I, th- I think he's actually one of those workers that actually does do the plan of going, okay, I want at least eight issues of this. So when I put it out, I can start anew on the next set. And I'm going to have all these other eight books that I'm writing, also eight issues ahead of game. He's got to be doing double digits on books. I mean, like, oh, he's I'm, writing more than 10. Oh, I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's working on probably 12 books at least. Whether or not they're coming out Terrific. right now, because next I mean, week is yeah. Century comes out. I think right. Jeff is one of those writers who really does just love comics, and he's not really trying to do other things. Like we can see these other writers fall behind is because just there's one of their shows, one of their books gets picked up for a show, 
and then they go off and try to produce that and write for the show, and then they fall behind their comic work, where Jeff Lemire consistently has been like, I love comics, I'm going to be doing comics, and he's putting out, what, six, seven books right now? No. He's got to be doing more than that. And uh, it, like you said, never late, always on time, and every single one, at least so far, this century thing I'm going to pick up to figure out if he's got something going on where he's writing the best books of his life. But every single book is like great. It's fantastic. I think that that right there will be the um, almost the the chalice of the uh, the holy grail is to find out if he can write century a character I could literally give two craps about and know nothing about and still make me go Dude, wow. I, I that hate book century. Is great. If I read that book and I like it, this man's uh, going to change your life. But going back to Gideon Falls, like you said, we have like a weird story and there's horror involved. But also, it's like a kind of a mystery at the same time, detective kind of book. And just Sorrentino's art in that book alone is worth it. If it, but Jeff Lemire elevates that thing to like, it's like seven uh, mixed with uh, Silence of the Lambs almost. Like it's it's yeah. like about this like crazy guy. You know, like it's you kind of on edge about that story. But also, it's like the very the colors are very muted and kind of like washed down and brown and black. And it's like. This book, especially like the what's it the last issue where we saw his apartment? Yes, and, and he's, the paranoia he has behind all of this stuff, and then it's like, is this real or is this not real? Like, and then we see a psychiatrist; they she saw it too, but it's like, at what point? I, now you're starting to think when you're reading this book is like, who's reliable in this book and who's not reliable, and how much like all this weird stuff's happening. And so it gets your mind going, and like you're reading the book on edge. It doesn't make you feel paranoid. Yeah, like you feel like when you when you go in your bedroom, you're like, like looking around, like I don't know, is this really secure? Yeah. You feel like if you were Garrett, you would wake up tonight, and the guy's gonna be staring you face to face. You're the worst human being <laughs> I've ever met in my life. <laughs> I I love that book so much, and I'm so excited that she came out today. And that's one of the first books I read. I know you guys read do the opposite. But I read the f- books I want to read right away. To be fair, I don't do that anymore because I've got too many books to read. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what's first or what's last. I read Gideon Falls first every time it comes out. Well, took me three three months to read Saga, and I like Saga. <clears throat> Alex, what's your number two? My number two, uh, Garrett doesn't technically get this book, but I know you read this book. Uh, my favorite characters, TMNT, the ongoing series. 80 will be 84 issues going, longest run of Turtles. Which volume is this? The, Technically, since the beginning, volume like six or seven. Uh, I think it's eight, eight, eight or nine almost. So uh, I'll admit there's there's been some weak arcs after the Shredder died in issue fifty. Spoilers. Uh, we get kind of into a weird a weird zone, uh, but in the last probably eight months, yeah, it's absolutely. it has actually picked up. They finally got away from uh, the Krang storyline where they went to Dimension X. Where I'm just I'm not a Krang fan. We come back and the uh, was it EPF Earth Protection Force. So they're going to defend these aliens or defend against aliens coming to Earth. You get the Triceratons, some of the coolest characters, for at least for me personally, coolest right. characters to come out. Um, and the turtles actually are kind of trying to do the right. They're trying to do the right thing for the city and for their family, where they're going up against uh, their father Splinter, who's now douchebag. Yeah, he is. He really is a dickbag. Man, they have changed that character. From being this caring father figure to he has a job to do. And do you think they're going to reveal at some point that he's got like a pu- he's being a, someone's puppet? Well, and and that I think does kind of lead into what's going on now. So the, yeah. the current story is the Pantheon, which is these uh, godlike. I'm going to call them immortals. I think they can die, but they they seem so godly. 
And this is honestly one of the strongest arcs I've seen in so long. Just for the fact you're getting these these weird ass characters, and the turtles have this. I don't know. They've, they've got this finally this family figure back together. Yeah, and that's I, I mean, think the biggest without, thing without without Splinter without Splinter, and I think. I think that's okay. That's a strength when those turtles mm-hmm. rely on each other. It's not called TMNT and their dad. Yeah. It's called TMNT. And that's so. that's the big thing. You still got Mikey trying to be the fun guy, but he's actually had to become kind of a serious guy from time to time. And he's actually semi-smart. I don't know if you caught up on the last issue. Yeah. Oh, no. I have, I have with, one issue. With Man Myth. Okay. There's some great stuff in there. You get Leo, who really is kind of that surrogate father to all these guys, just going, how can we... Anyway, I, don't mean, I know you didn't ask for the whole story of this book, but... This this series is so. It's actually um, very interesting because I didn't know like the turtles got this involved with a story. I thought like every week it was like monster of the week kind of thing. No, they, no. this this is really it's this really has become the family uh, the family business. They're trying to save New York from these character these bad guys, and it's not even like they're all bad guys. They're just these godlike people who want to rule Earth and want to get their dad back to an extent. It's just I grew up loving the turtles. Um, and to see this finally come full circle and these characters to become so defined and actually not have be where Raph's always the hothead. He's actually got good character moments. And Donnie is the smart one. So you actually see he's not actually the best fighter, as you realize later in the uh, 40, 44 when he gets the shell cracked. Right. It's just, I love this book. And it makes me, I've had moments where my jaw drops going, Wow. There's some stakes in this book. And I know we talk about stakes. It's a serious thing to me. I like being enthralled in a book. And Turtles has been able to do that for me recently. It's good. Yeah, I, I do. I think it's picked up its quality. You're right. The last probably year. By the way, if you want to get me to talk a lot and actually have like coherent things, let's talk TMNT. I can do it. I haven't I been uh, teasing this show for like the last half a year. You, Corey, and Gary getting together and talking TMNT. We need, we need to talk to you. We're camping fan. it up. <laughs> Damn. I t- here, you know what? Bye. If everybody got what they wanted, then the world wouldn't be a shitty place Oof. now, wouldn't it? And you can and and Garrett can even attest that last cover, probably one of the best looking covers turtles have had. And why did hashtag guess us want to get the worst? I know because I that best <laughs> that was the best cover with mammoth on it. Garrett number two. My number two is Batman, um, by Tom King. Um, I kind of had the same you know beginnings with this book. Um, oh, I forgot to put Batman on his list. What the fuck? I did. <laughs> Chris Samney. <laughs> Chris Samney, R.I.P. Just kidding. We know I you're alive. It. Marvin doesn't. I was going to switch it, and I just totally forgot to put it back on. Or whatever. Oh, geez. Well, I didn't forget about you there. That uh, was Batman. like one of the first books <laughs> I put on my list. I was like, no, I love Batman. Um, I think, you know, we said once we hit that Bane storyline, this book has been gold. I think, you know, the message that uh, Tom is trying to get across in his books has been very strong. I love a book where it can take some of your favorite characters and give you each issue. It's like a new message or it's a new meaning to the message that he's trying to uh, give across. And, you know, Marvin's talked about it. You know, we've talked about that. He has a new book coming out, which is uh, Marvin. It's okay. Don't drink too much. <laughs> um, uh, uh, there's going to be the mental health uh, comic that sanctuary. Uh, Heroes in called? crisis. Heroes in crisis. Um, so, you know, he's really focused on like, you know, all these traumatic things that happen to superheroes. I mean, you can't just like brush that off and be like, I'm good. So, um, I think it is interesting that he's peeling back the layers of Batman and Catwoman in turn to see how they function as a team, um, to see how 
everything going on in Batman's life affects others like Damien or Nightwing or uh, not really Jason Todd. I just don't give a shit about him. But uh, you, Well, depending what book you read. Right. He actually does kind of care about him in Red yeah, Hood. From I know, time, I know. But, but um, uh, yeah, I think this is one, like every issue I read is amazing. Uh, that Booster Gold arc that he did. Thank God Booster Gold's going to be in that Sanctuary book because I think Tom King killed it at writing Booster Gold. So you can tell that. I mean, I love reading whatever Tom King says on Twitter because, like, his daughter has the best toy collection of all time, and I think that's from Tom King. I don't think that's that was originally hers, obviously. But um, I think he's a great writer. I love the art team. Um, we, you know, we got introduced to Joelle Jones through the Batman run, and she's going to be starting that Catwoman book here on July 4th. So, uh, yeah, it's one of my favorite books coming out right now. Uh, if only Tom King could, uh, I was going to say write Superman, but Bendis isn't doing horrible. So. You know, but the one Superman thing he did write for was that Superman and, or the 1000th issue or. Oh, yeah. that two issue arc? That the no, Super Friends? It was for Action Comics 1000. There you go. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that really was probably one of the best Supermans I've read, written. Read, not, I didn't write it. Read. Cause he just but then he know, also he, did that, the couples basically hanging out. Oh, yeah. Out. You're right. That, that was a double date. Also. Uh, I'm not going to do what I've done in the past and tell you where this fault Batman falls in, but just know he would have been on the list. <laughs> Honorable mention, don't you mean, Marvin? So who's your, what's your number yeah, one? Ass. My number one on my list is Royal City from Jeff Lemire and Jeff Lemire. This is, we are uh, halfway into 2018. And uh, we were we claimed last year was the year of Jeff Lemire. The man has only doubled down and said, oh, you think I can only do, do one or two books? He said, fuck you, I'm doing seven. It's <laughs> going for the legs. And I'm going to keep up consistently. But realistically, my favorite out of all of them is Royal City. I think just the story I've been asking but for, for a while, you guys know, just a book about people. And the arc that we just had in the past and then the one we had in the uh, present and the start of the new one here that we recently came out is just like... Did you guys read it? Uh, yes. This book it's great. is we got answers. This book is uh, great. Every issue I get the press, but still, it's like it, it's like when you watch something and it's not depressing. Being like, man, that's horrible. It's depressing. Being like, that's life. You know what I mean? And it's then you, real. Yeah, that's what it is. It's real life situations. And you can either take it as you want, or you could take it as like some of these characters are trying to c- overcome things, and it's about struggles in life and about how do you overcome those struggles and how do you become uh, better and how do you strive for more? And every time I read this book and then I would recommend also like listen to his soundtracks. Like I really do like the music that he picks and but the whole thing is just like it is peak Jeff Lemire, even his art. Like I still to this and this, um, this is coming off of, I said this last year too. It's still that one panel where Tommy is, having water pour over him and they're in the church and like the water's falling on his family is still one of the best panels I've read in the last two years. And, uh, the book's great. I love that book so much. I actually took this one off my list for the fact that it was only going to be 14 issues. So, and I realized it does meet our criteria, but at 14 issues, I thought that's too close for me to be like, yes, I can, I can put on the list. I agree with that. This is, did you read his letters page from this last issue? No. Why'd you read that thing? It's like, Two paragraphs. Dude. What did he say? Here? He he basically explains like, you know, he said that he could have dragged this story out, but he said, you know, 
internally, he said, I really don't have anything more to say right now than yep. the 14 issues I'm going to produce. So he, he said, rather than dilute the story, I want to give you uh, what I want to give you. Like, I want to give you the best story I can tell, and I'm not going to just dilute it out just so that I can sell more well, comics. No, and, and I respect that from him, and if that's the story you want to tell me, that's great. For me, just going like, I love this book. This really is the best Jeff Lemire. And actually made me want to get uh, his past books of like Trillium, those that eight issues, and to get Sweet Tooth, his 40-issue run. So it's not that I don't think this book is great. Uh, it really is probably one of the best, if not the best book out there. But there's one other book that I, I, I can't help but love this book even more, and that is Saga. When I spent one whole day reading 45 issues to You're get crazy. caught up. How do you read 45 I woke up at in one day. 6 in the morning, and I read until about midnight. I mean, obviously, I had to What eat. did your wife say? Uh, I had the day off. My daughter was not born yet. And I even told her, uh, all day long, all I'm going to do is read. And so I read that. I read you that series. Put a sock on the door? <laughs> uh, there, there are some moments where like, wow. Oh, okay. What, what, mm, okay, that's interesting. <clears throat> I think there? BKV... Uh, like he loves making that first page being like, holy shit. Like, yeah. And it has been for the last year being like, what is this? <laughs> what am I reading? This is one of those books that not only does it have that. What the heck am I looking at? I mean, not what, what am I looking at? I can't believe that's the first page I opened up. I can't read this at work cause it's too scandalous, but it really kind of makes me as now that I'm a father, uh, this have you, are you caught up on the last issue? I think so. So, something's going on with hazel now and just to see this this little girl grown into this you know seven year old or eight year old girl and say wow just think how fast that's how fast time flies for you as a dad uh if anything happened to my little girl my my world would be crushed i can't imagine what these two parents marco and alana are going through trying to protect their daughter and let her have this life that they never would have had and like i said fiona staples her art is um immaculate every issue she seems to get better and better and maybe it's, it's she's already top notch so she never needs needs to change it i just i love this book and i look forward to see how many issues they can print out and how much more i can love this it's one of the best garrett i'll have to read it someday your final one my final one so my most exciting book right now and the one that i'm loving the most no Punisher by Matthew Rosenberg yes. right now. Um, I know he's going to write at least 12 issues, so I'm going to go shit on his bed. But just saying, because <laughs> I follow the rules, sort of. Is it two, he started at 218, we're at 224? Well, yeah. that would count it's anyways. You're not, we're not saying the book's going to last forever. So yeah, I, pun, know, I mean, Punisher will still count. But um, uh, what he's produced in the last six issues has been incredible. Um, you know, for all of you Tony Stark fans out there, you don't even need to, well, obviously, you don't need to read that book by Dan Slott, but um, you get your little Iron Man fix from the Punisher and you get your Punisher fix from the Punisher. Um, it's still Frank Castle in the suit. Um, he's still doing things his way. Um, and I did read the solicits. You know, he's not going to have a suit forever. He's not going to be able to use it constantly. But I. I do really enjoy this book, and this is one of those that I break my own rules for saving the best for last. And I read it first. Whenever the Punisher comes out, um, I read it right away. Um, is it crazy that my five doesn't have any Superman books on it? Just saying. No. <clears throat> um, One, to be fair, that hasn't been a Superman book in two months, other than Man of Steel, which couldn't count for this list. Right, exactly. But um, 
No, I think that, you know, I really wish I got Punisher Warzone or whatever you guys, not Warzone. Uh, what was that book you guys were in that six issue? Oh, Platoon. 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 I should have got that because when you guys were talking about that, you know, I always carry that with me when I read this book. You know, it's not just like, I don't just see the skull and it's just like, oh, it's Frank Castle. He's the Punisher. He just kills people. You should read Punisher Warzone anyways. That's a great series. That's a good one. Yeah. If you read the Greg Record Run, that one's fantastic. Really? Um, so I don't know. I think that it's really surprised me and I put it at the top of my list because like I literally have never been more excited about the Punisher more than when this book has been coming out. I think it's like one of those hidden gems too because I think when people saw it coming out they're like ah oh, they're redoing the Punisher he's just going to be the same old thing you know he's just going to have some extra weapons to use but I really do like the story and there was even in the last arc the last issue you know Frank leaves the suit and does what he does best he you know Frank castles up and still punches the shit out of everybody. So I really love that book, and I hope Matthew Rosenberg writes it for a while. I think Punisher is one of those characters, and I would agree with you, Garrett. This is one of the Marvel's strongest books to come from, Legacy. Uh, I think Rosenberg really has a handle on him. And I was weary when he was going to get the suit. It's like, God, don't let him be in the suit all the time. He needs right. to still be Frank Castle. Can't be and, in, in yeah, whatever. He, in yeah, he can't be invulnerable in all the time. He's got to be the character that I love. And you're right at that last, the end of that arc where he goes up against the guy who's wearing the suit going, what are you going to do now? I got your suit or I got a suit. It's like, I'm fucking Frank Castle. <laughs> and he's like, Just give me that knife and I'll show you. I'll stab right through that titanium. Which that was cool when you see him like backhanding the knife. You're yes. just like, okay, it's so on. This, this is you don't want books. him out of the suit. No, I was just saying, you leave Frank in the suit because yeah. the suit can... That's anyway, a barrier between you two. This is one of those books that uh, really is so strong. And I think if you're not getting and you want to get a Punisher book, this really is a, a good jumping on point. Start at 218. Don't be crazy and go back and get the other 200 issues. This is a strong start to get you that, uh, that blood in the new, water. They just started a new arc with uh, Hydra being involved. So perfect jumping on point. You don't even have to go back to the last issue where he first gets the suit. But I do recommend it because, A, that first issue cover is amazing. Yes. And, B, it does it. The art inside and on the covers look incredible. Yes, agreed. Uh, that's our top five ongoing series uh, right now, as of uh, June twenty first, twenty eighteen. Sorry, I took off my glasses. Can't see. I, by the way, also I was just checking to see how many of those Rosenbergs were on uh, Marvel Unlimited. Two of them, so I can read two eighteen and two nineteen. It's I got want. that bitch in cover from the first one. Huh? Um, great books. I mean. I was kind of downplaying it at the beginning of the top five, saying that not a lot of greats coming out now, but those are our strong books. It's just that we're in this weird stasis where some a lot of good books have ended and a lot of new ones have started, so we got to bend the rules. Like if we ever, and I'm sure we'll eventually do that uh, feature of jumping, not jumping on points, but new reader-friendly type books. I was going to put Weatherman on this list, but only one issue's come out, and I love that first issue so much that I'm like, holy crap, this book is amazing. I get every issue. Well, in the case of Marvel, you know, you're gonna you're already getting up to volume seventeen on some know. books, which is ridiculous. That's in the last year, so Supercon twenty eighteen, Return of the Con, September twenty eighth, twenty ninth, and thirtieth. Tickets on sale at supercon.com. Alex, we're gonna be there doing a show, aren't we? Yeah, we're gonna be there on the twenty eighth doing a uh, live show for everyone. What's it gonna be called? Wednesday Comics After Dark. Dark. 
And not only us are going to be there, a lot of people are going to be there. Phil Hester, right, Gary? Yes, Phil Hester, the uh, current artist of Batman Beyond. Uh, he's done other projects like Shipwreck. Um, he's done some Swamp Thing that you may or may not have seen and uh, some Holland Files that came out recently. Not only Phil, Science Steve, Shay Fontana, Tony Fleece, uh, Travis Nye, Midwest, all probably doing a show the 28th. They'll be doing a show that night. That's the main attraction that night. Jill Thompson, Ryan Cody, John Allen, and more, Tom Wynn. Uh, gonna be at supercon.com make sure there's a lot going on that weekend I would say if I am gonna tell you any kind of advice by that weekend pass you won't regret it you got map concert that night also you got Wednesday comics after dark and then you got a whole weekend of uh, stuff to do people to see supercon.com for more information well boys here we go we're gonna play a little game here to kind of reminisce they're gonna be questions about uh, this show, about things you've said things you and things about the show. And uh, you guys will be against each other. And we'll see who gets Finally, the most points. Finally, hate you. The uh, final round uh, might be seem a little weird when I bring it up, but uh, I'll let you know what that is when we get there. But By the way, everyone, need... everyone listening to the show knows I suck at these games. Do we need to be fully stocked on beverage? Uh, I mean, if you want to. Yeah. Well, I thought there was penalties. Well, I'd really didn't make it like that. So we're, okay, we're, fine. Is it to be fair, you guys, you guys all chill you work tomorrow. This is a chill show. It's a Thursday night. Yeah, you, you work, work tomorrow. Work, fuck no, I have I have four days off. Um, for what? My sister's coming to town. Well, damn. So Santa too is what I heard. Of course, Santa Claus. Um, cold today. Uh, <laughs> I don't really. <laughs> yeah, it's more relaxing because we usually we, when we do pump, uh, punishment games like that, we have the day off next day. So or we, like we, we plan it out ahead of time for it. Um, I'm so expecting to be punished. I don't care if I go to work. Well, you then you drink. can get punished, yeah. <sighs> Here's the Every way time you work. get one wrong, I punch you in the face. For the first one, I'm going to need you guys to bring out your phones. You're going to write down a number. This game is called Numbers. It's going to Actually, by the way, this whole thing is called The Gauntlet. For the guys do the weekly gauntlet on the show, this I'm running you through The Gauntlet and uh, see who wins these three different rounds. You just took me from like an eight to a... Eleven. Uh, the first one's <laughs> called <laughs> Numbers. It's a fucking eleven, <laughs> and uh, you don't have to get the number on the nose. I need closest without going over. Okay. That's why you're going to write them down. You're going to show me, and I'm going to let you know who wins. We're going to do Prices Right style. I'm Bob Baker. Barker. I'm uh, what? Bob Barker. Bob Baker. <laughs> what are you fucking cheaper by the dozen? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Drew Carey. I was thinking about Phil Baker, the kid's uh, musicianist thing. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Still, that price is right. <laughs> uh, Drew, I'll be Drew Carey then. Okay. Here we go. Numbers. Everybody ready? Throw that a number. Yep. Yep. Uh, how many episodes total do we have? That includes forecasts, special nice, editions, and the main show. We know we're. At 104, I'll give you that, of the main show, because we've done 100. Uh, recently, we celebrated 100, and we've, it's been a month since then, which is weird. But uh, where are we total with everything? Write it down in your thing. I'm thinking. Show me. Close, well, look, mental you look like you were going to say something. So. I'm not going to say anything. Closest without going Why over. Why can't I stare in your eyes while I'm thinking? Closest without going over. Wait. I should probably write this down so I remember what she said. After that pen. Oh, here it is. <laughs> say, say 187. Garrett says 187, and Garrett, uh, Alex said 203. 
the actual answer. I'm going to have you guys try again because you're both over. Both over? Okay. So nobody won that round. So, but I'm going to have you try again. You're both over. He had 187, so blow that, please. 167. I probably should have waited until I... <laughs> I don't know. I just <laughs> realized that. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, I can't read. You're so small. Uh, 176, okay. Why, is he using a calculator? What are you using? I'm using but he, he has the benefit of his... I'm closer. Uh, ring arm. arms <laughs> basically shoved it into my face. That's true. <laughs> and you are like so far away. So you said 167. He said 176. How many episodes total do we have? 167. Garrett, oh, wow. Damn. Knows. What? <laughs> no way. Take a shot. Like, holy shit. You got, you're you got something to shot? I brought the beer. You bring the shots. That is amazing. Garrett, um, for anybody listening, there. I am that amazing. Thanks. <laughs> that for anyone listening, he's I, full of shit. I was going to say, um, that's pretty mad. That's magical. I was going to say, fair, it'd be magical if you got the first time. That's why I said it, Gary, because I was like, 167. I was like, fuck, dude, this guy got it. I get so excited. Damn. But uh, that's awesome. There we go. Well, Question number two. That's amazing. So uh, this is the end of year two, right? Uh, what is the date of the first episode of year two, episode 30, excuse me, episode 53? What's the date that it was published? Okay, okay slow down. I don't get it. Episode what, 53. What date? <laughs> episode 53. What day was that published? Like, what's the start of year two? The first episode in year two. What's the date? Just think about it like this is to start of year three. Do a little mental math. Closest without going closest over. Closest without going over the date. Give me a date. The closest date without going over it is June 21st, 2018. Today. Now don't say it out loud, Marvin. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm going to get me excited here. Let's see. I feel like the prodigal son is just sitting here. <laughs> Uh, this is Alex. That's pretty spot. cool. I know he's gonna get this one. Oh shit! Okay. But none of you got on the nose. None of you were a savant like uh, Garrett in that first round. But somebody did win because they went closest without going over. Garrett wrote June twenty first, and Alex wrote June twenty third. It is July second, twenty seventeen. So Alex will get the point second round. Ah, that's a week. That's weird. That's weird. I actually thought like, June June second sounds like the first time that the first one came out. Whatever. Well, that was so, so I was looking at that. And I was like, that's weird that that was in. I guess the next episode we do will be the twenty eighth. How does it a week off? I don't know. That's what doesn't make sense. Sometimes there's a fifth week in a month. Oh, that's no, true. There's a sixth this time, so it doesn't make sense still. We're a week well, behind. If there were six weeks in each month. You know what? You out. know what I got paranoid You're about. Even out, <laughs> dummy. You know what I got paranoid about. But I'm pretty sure somebody would have pointed it out. But I didn't check. To be fair, that maybe I missed a number and we're we're off of one. I got paranoid for a second. That so would terrifying. If me. I go back, if to we like freaking had episode 100 <laughs> and we were actually at like 101. <laughs> so somebody go back and tell me if I messed up somewhere. Uh, question number three: uh, What date? Published date. Did we start doing the forecast? What was the published date of the first episode of the forecast? Something new that we started with uh, year two, we decided to start doing the forecast, which if you don't listen to that show and listen only to this show, uh, which I would find crazy, but that is the weekly comic book podcast uh, where we tell you the books coming out for that um, Wednesday. So, Okay, the one... 
<laughs> the one, you full of shit. You know, no, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> and actually, turns out to be, and I think it's because of the time and because people like really want to know that news. It really is a really popular show. So I actually do enjoy, and I think I'm glad that we oh, decided to do that. Yeah. People like that show. So yeah, I'm working on it. Just I'm, I'm pulling a Garrett here because right uh, at least if you live in the uh, South Dakota region, if you listen to Kelland for that weather. You know Alex is way more correct than they are. So. <laughs> That's true. I told you guys it was going to rain for 24 hours. <laughs> you did, and it did rain for 24 hours. So. Uh, here we go. Somebody did win again. Also not on the nose, but they got close to that going over. Uh, when did we start doing the forecast? Garrett thinks it's July 19th, 2017. Alex thinks it's January 17th, 2017. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. You looked at no, no. I'm just we both. Just, you're way, you both are six about six months off from each other, so one of you did get close to that going over. We started on April 26, 2017. So Alex is close. The fuck? So you guys actually? You said we started close like soon after year two, and year two first date was published on July second. We started after year two, so technically that's right. <laughs> fuck. <clears throat> to be fair, it'd be different if I was actually like super close and just off by a day. Alex has have you two. Ever gotten, I'm just have one. you ever gotten an answer spot on? Alex has two. Garrett has one. Uh, <laughs> one legendary answer. Garrett did get one on spot. Answers. You did get one spot on, but the it's kind of running out now. Your energy. It's like when you hit a like a a max power and like you're you know you have the or star. you win two hundred bucks in Vegas, then you keep spending money. <laughs> yeah, and now you end up twenty that. bucks in the hole. <laughs> Oh, that sounds like real life. Question number, <laughs> question number four. Close without going over. I don't I'm need, asking for a friend. I don't need <laughs> you to nail this, but if you do, you could be a savant like Garrett. How many countries, how many individual countries? Now, so I'll tell you this. Okay, I'll ask the question first, then I'll, I'll clarify. How many countries have listened to our show? Now, I just need, like, when somebody downloads from the show, it'll pop up their country, right? And the last one, just because there's so many uh, little ones, it just says other. I'm not counting the other because I don't know how many are in that other. But of individual countries that list, how many of those do we have that we at least have one listener in? Okay. Somebody did win here. We'll break this down here. I feel like I just spent time. I think this is you. I think this is you. So how many? Me first. I'm always wrong. How many countries do we at least have one listener in, right? Uh, Garrett said eight, eight countries. Uh, Alex said 67 countries. Garrett should be probably right. <laughs> 67 countries? Yep, yep. That's an astronomical number. Why would you put that high in I'm telling you that we are celebrities. <laughs> oh, uh, the God. I'm not answer. feeling the reaps of that benefit. Once again, uh, the actual answer is 50. So. Oh. I mean, fucker. Okay, sorry. You're right. You're right. If we included the others, which I don't know how many are in there, he might be right. But 50 is the only ones I could clarify for 100%. Yeah, so you actually so. know the, what yeah. it is. But okay. the rule is close. It's not going over. So no, I'm not. I, I'm just saying, <laughs> technically, I'm actually closer. I'm just over. We are tied two to two. Garrett has a 167 answer. He nailed on the spot. One astronaut legendary. answer. Legendary. Other one. Fucking far two away. Two of them, <laughs> Alex, and answer number two, Alex undercut Garrett by two days and took that answer. And the second one, uh, they were both off. 
Uh, well, Alex was off by three months, but he still got it. And uh, now with this one here, Garrett is off by uh, 42, but he's still close. <laughs> what is still win? Our the last question in the numbers <laughs> round. Our last question in the numbers round, once again, closest without going over. It's going to be a percentage. And I do need to the 100th. 100th, right? No, 10th. Three decimal places? Yeah, I was about to say, oh, two. To the 10th. Two. Wait, two. Shut the fuck up. Our number one platform. Oh, no. oh, Alex, let me clarify about this, too. Our number one platform what is. platforms? <laughs> our platform is here. Our number one platform is iOS. What percentage of people use iOS? iOS, see, so like me and Garrett have iPhones. That's iOS. I- iPads, iOS. Oh, I see. It's the uh, iPhone server. Yeah, Android's like a, a platform. So of the people so it's iTunes. that listen to our show. No, it's not. iTunes is actually separate on the computer. Okay. It's just iPads and iPhones. Okay. What percentage of our listeners listen to our show through that format? And it's also called uh, Apple Podcast now. Yes. He literally said that last week. <laughs> <laughs> through Apple Podcasts. <laughs> What percentage of people use that? So is that is is a platform? It doesn't have to just be. It could be anything though to listening listening through that. So is it like Spotify could be on there, or is that a separate platform? It's a good question. Let me double check. Correct. I think it is a separate platform. I think it's just it's just talking about operating system. Yeah, yeah, it's just operating system. So like it could be Spotify. They're using an iPad or an iPhone for it. Okay. Uh, Garrett said 57.6% and you said 58. Yep. Uh, you're both over. So go ahead and do it again. Ah, damn. You're both over. How much? <laughs> uh, you would wish that Apple would wish they had the kind of marketplace domination, but they don't have that kind of domination. Okay. <laughs> you stupids. <laughs> you, <laughs> idiots. You st- Look, show each other what you wrote down. <laughs> the same fucking number. No. 38.3. <laughs> Dude, fuck yes. What? Another legendary answer? Is it fucking right? And you're both over still. So oh right? my God. That's crazy. <laughs> you stupids. <laughs> I thought he was calling you stupids twice. <laughs> How the fuck does that happen? We're not even twins. That's what's funny. Oh, my God. (laughs) You stupid. (laughs) I did give you that hint, though, right? Two past the decimal point. That's to the 10th, right? Or is it 100th? That's 10th. You stupid. (laughs) 15 point. What the fuck? I I couldn't hear. I was laughing too hard. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, here we go. The final question in this round. How much are we good friends? (laughs) 38.3%. Uh, what percent? No, it's the number one platform is iOS. What percentage of people use iOS? I remember what I wrote. Alex wrote twenty four point four percent. Good, that's what I wrote. Garrett wrote fifteen point six percent. You already told me I look stupid. I <laughs> the actual answer is twenty two point eight nine percent. So Garrett <laughs> gets the point again. Technically, still closest, just over. Right. <laughs> I can't believe we did that. That's mad. Garrett will win out that Magical. round. He has won it three to two. Uh, your points won't transfer over. You just won the round. So, Garrett, one round. Nice. Damn. Well, two legendary answers. Okay. One was incorrect. <laughs> one, one was hell yeah correct. <laughs> this one here is only uh, three points. So One made you part of the stupid. So, way to go. There are... <laughs> I made stupid plural. <laughs> there are three possible points per question. So, possible of six points in this round. <laughs> Come on, that's gold. I mean, stupid plural. <laughs> I was going to call you stupid idiots. That's why I came out stupid. Called us idiots. 
this is called What Did They Say? <laughs> one year ago, we told you what our number one ongoing books were. Now, I need three answers, so write them down. I need to know what was Alex's number one, what was Garrett's number one, and what was my number one. <clears throat> on our last one, on episode 52 called Year Two, no, Year One, excuse me, what was your number one ongoing book one year ago? And I need all three of us, our number ones. Boom. Get out the way. I'll just talk in the wall here. Legend, wait for it. <laughs> you dare. fucking idiots. Oh my the God. same thing again? What? No. Oh, yes. Wait, you put the order wrong. Oh, you said. I he just, did. I put you, A-M-G. No, but he, it's still the same answer, so <laughs> oh, just yeah. put a different order. Uh, that's incorrect, so. Uh, Legend, I wait want, for I it. I, I, want dare. The, I want points just for us being <laughs> stupid again. So you pissed at the Wonder Twins? We'll fucking <laughs> transform. So on the first ass. question, you guys got zero points. All three of us had the same book one year ago today. We all picked Deadly Class as our one book. Oh, see, the weird thing is that it seems like such a long time ago since we've even <laughs> put that on the list. Um, I know. It surprised me. I was like, oh, okay. But that was a time when it was really yeah, good. Yeah, when it just came back. Uh, number two, question number two. So towards the end of last year, I believe it was episode 75, uh, we talked about our best new series of 2017. What was our number one best new series of 2017? I need Garrett's, Alex, and mine. <clears throat> Best new series. Now, our criteria for that was that it had to have started in 2017 and that it was an ongoing and not just a mini, I believe. No, that's not true. It could be anything. Because I remember we talked about Batman White Knight. That's when I brought up that it's only made two issues, so I, I didn't put it on the list. But it did have to start in 2017. That was the criteria. I don't know why I keep trying to put my phone away. I'm going to have to use it again. While they are doing that here, uh, yeah, Deadly Class was our number one book last that year. Me, not even our top five this year. That's not even like in my top ten. I feel like I'm wrong. So Well, like you said, there's three points possible for round, per round as long as you get one of the three right. And you both got two, the same two. Uh, Marvin picked uh, me. No, I don't know. I said Marvin because I have it down as Marvin. Royal City. Alex picked Royal City, so you both got those right. But Garrett got his wrong. Alex said that you put Injustice 2. Yep. Incorrect. And you said that you uh, picked. I just turned it off to Black Monday Murders. Black Monday Murders. That's incorrect. You picked Generation Gone. Oh, yeah. GG. Ooh. Of course, we'd forget that. It hasn't been out in five I months, know. six God, months. That was such great. With the, the same artist is doing Scarlet Spider right now. Really? So good. Well, I did a two-issue arc. So good. So uh, two to two on the final round here. The final question. Now, this is going to be a little weird, this question here, because the first year we set our top fives, but we didn't rank them. So instead, I have to, because otherwise I can't really t- uh, say which one was our number one. I'm just going to say, what's the last book you mentioned as your top five last year? I mean, uh, the first year we did this show, 2016. Holy f- Alex, Garrett, and me. So it would have been 2016, episode number four. Man, that's This is still a new 52 era? Uh, No. 
Mm. It would have just turned over to oh, rebirth. Right. It was right before. Yeah, because I my son was still in the hospital when rebirth happened. That would have been the May. Rebirth we came started in May this 2nd, show. I think. We started the show in May, so it would have been the year we started. I mean, we no, started the show in June. Yeah, so the rebirth would have happened. Right? Oh, it would have been a month into rebirth. Dude, I can't remember books that came out. That, that hurts my brain. I feel like I'm in a time loop. So what would what I'll would, give you guys a hint? Yeah, please, God. They're all still ongoing right now. What would? So it's a book, and you both we all still get these books. So you've been reading this book for two years. <clears throat> Any three? Oh, you, okay. Everybody. No, we didn't all have the same book. <laughs> it was just that one time because you weren't reading Deadly Class then, so it wouldn't have been Deadly Class. He actually talks about it. He talks about hey, uh, don't give me spoilers. And then actually a year later when we talk about um, our new ongoing number ones that we enjoy, um, Garrett had just caught up at that point, so that's why he picked on his list. Yeah, and I got to think of... How many of those did you read in a row? Because you said he read Saga, you read 50-some issues. You read read 45. I read what... I read the first 20... I mean, the uh, 21 plus the new issue, 22... I did that over the course of like two weeks yeah. and spend one day. Hang on. I got five. Yeah, that's about right. Okay. <clears throat> wonder what your reading average per comic was that day. You could have like had a baseball card for reading soccer. And generally in an hour, I can read six books, depending on how wordy it All is. All right, boys. Uh, nobody got any points. Yeah. You try <laughs> looking back. You know how many, how much I drank you put? since 2016? What'd you put? I put um, Superman, Daily Class, Daily Class. Oh, I had. It's on this list somewhere for me. I know it. Uh, so in 2016, episode number four, the last book that you mentioned, and uh, I assume if it's at the last year list, it's probably number one. It probably wasn't, but when I heard you guys talking about the book, I was like, it sounds like this is your favorite book at the time. So um, it's two to two. You guys didn't get any, so we're going to end this round as a tie. It is uh, Alex and Garrett have the same book. You want to guess what it is? Old you guys have the same book? Old Man Logan. Oh, shit. This was Jeff Lemire. After he goes, you and I have the same ones. Like, oh, yeah. build this was Jeff Lemire's peak when he was running that book. So, And then Sorrentino left to say, let me draw four covers for Secret Empire. <laughs> and uh, mine at the time was Lazarus. So, hmm. 2016 seems so long ago. Two years, huh? That's a fucking long time. They're still going on, though. So, I mean, Lazarus has changed, right? It's a now a quarterly book, and we're at a point now where it's on a break and old man logan has gone through some changes twice right Two different teams. did you guys read 28 no yeah oh 21 Get ready of lazarus. lazarus that was one of those books that was on my run my list of what could be on on this top five i thought lazarus has only been back for three issues two i thought he came back at 26 27 28 so nope. three 27 but then if i did like the x plus 66 and i was like well that doesn't yeah. really count separate transactions so uh, the last round, um, you guys are just gaining points in my heart. Like I said, it might be a little weird, but, uh, we're good enough on this show where, oh, congratulations, Garrett, since you won the first round and you guys tied the second round, I'll say we'll give it to you. Uh, oh, so I won the game? Yeah, the last round, all it's going to be is, uh. Are you fluffing our pills? <laughs> the last round is called Memories. Oh, shit. And, uh. Do I need to write stuff down on my phone? No. Okay, I'm fine. We'll just talk about it. Okay. Uh, I wanted to know uh, if you guys had a favorite moment of the show. I mean, we did a show for 104 episodes, right? 167 if you count all the rest of them, right, Garrett? Yes. And uh, it's been a long time, and I just wanted to know, like, uh, do you have a favorite memory? 
I have one. Yeah. The one where we all like almost fell on the floor pissing ourselves because I was doing Rocky quotes yep, that, during that my comic the, book court. That was the first thing that came into my mind. Oh, my God. That was so good. The game gets hot. You can watch when that on YouTube or you can listen to it. We're so fucking it was, hot in that It in was so hot. Yeah. You guys don't even understand. Behind the scenes, like... Balls were sticking to both legs. Like, it was hot. When you watch that video, and I'm curious, like, there's still a lot of light out. Did we do that during the day, that show? Why was this so hot? That wasn't that wasn't Thanksgiving, was it, where we were eating no. wings? No. Okay. Humba Court. I don't know. might have been during the summer, though. might have been lighter out later. And, so we, and we used to do our show earlier. Do you remember what, yeah, what number that Wednesdays. was at? Uh, no. What did we used to do our show? What time? Well, we used to do it Wednesdays. Because yeah, like. I would be off Wednesdays, we would do our show at like eight o'clock. Yeah, oh, that's right. And we would try but to. Sometimes, read. if it's a specialty thing, we do it on a Saturday. Um, I don't there though. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was there was more light out, so I was. Kidding. Um, I think one of my one of my favorite memories would actually be our Thanksgiving show where we did do the uh, the chicken wing challenge, playing a game and see who who could eat your wings the hottest. Uh, watching Marvin die eating those uh, infernos, of course. Garrett and I. Champs, you know, know what? So we're gonna go. We got to do B dubs this year because yeah. they have way. We all ranks. we we all need to die from. You know what? There burns. was a kind of forget. Oh, mango, the mango habanero one yep. they had. So when we did it on the show, I remember being like, "Man, these are really good." I remember you can hear me on the show being like, "These are really good," and uh, I bought them just to try them, and uh, it was too hot to like enjoy. But I think just because I was like eating all those other wings that are just like were hot, and that one's the only one that had flavor. <laughs> That I was like, man, this is really good. Like, <laughs> Tolerance. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a good show. I, I think my favorite moment of the show is uh, I'm going to cheat a little bit and say it's two of them because they're kind of the same. Both uh, Christmas episodes, uh, Christmas party, where we uh, went out to the restaurant. We had a little buddy, Steve, and uh, Jimmy. Was Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. R.I.P. Worst assistance ever. <laughs> uh, that Those actually, I was going to say, it's, it's the ones that aren't just the regular show that I enjoy. Like the, the Day Tripper book club one. That was a good one, but it was a more of an emotional uh, Papa P over here cried a little bit, teared yeah. up in front of the bros. I think we all did. And yeah, then there's an episode of For Halloween. Remember, uh, we were on that campfire and we were telling some uh, scary books to read. And it really is those shows. And, it, and when you think about it, also like like a TV show, right? The ones that are like the Halloween episode, the Christmas episode, really, because it's like they the go specials. all out. And that's what we do, too. So if you want to go back and listen to those, I actually do think those are great episodes where we... Uh, because it's about us. It's getting to know us, and that's yeah. what I, I think is important. Listen to that Back Matter episode. It's one of the best episodes we've ever done about and Christmas. And let's just do a little plug here. Our next episode of Back Matter is going to scare the shit out of you. It'll be coming soon within a month here uh, because I'm taking a summer vacation. We need something to fill the time. So, uh, Number two, not just a moment, but like, what aspect of the show is your favorite thing? Like, What do you like doing about this show? You know what I think my favorite thing about this whole whole idea of doing a podcast with you guys is just to sit and talk books and to actually get to spend time with you guys. Where we used to spend all the time, you know, all sorts of time together, going to movies or just hanging out at the comic book store, or what have you. We all used to work together and I don't see you guys as much. So at least every week I get to talk to you at least well, I talk to you every day. But to have the Tuesday nights or Monday nights or whatever night we decide to do with the forecast to get to talk to you guys and just Say stupid stuff about Garrett, or uh, make something fun of Marvin to say, <laughs> or make fun of Marvin for something. Or you guys tell me that I'm too serious. 
which is generally fairly true. And then to actually get to spend this evening. Like, I look forward to Thursday nights because it's time I get to hang out with you guys, have a couple beers if we choose to, uh, drink a Diet Coke, or just chat. I've had so many times we've ended the show and then we still end up sitting there talking for another hour. So for me, it's getting to spend time with you guys when we have other li- uh, real lives also, but that we make time to be together. Um, I think, you know, kind of going off of that, I think I look forward to that. You know, obviously our rapport, like we're best friends. Um, but I also look forward to like, you know, when we're talking about books. Like, we're not bullshitting you, and you can feel that. Like, me listening to Marvin and Alex talk these books, and like, yes, myself, obviously, I'm going to like blow my own horn, but, um, <laughs> but <laughs> Jesus, you guys, don't make something mature. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, these guys know what they're talking about. So it's not like when I read a book and I'm like, God, I don't know how I felt about that. I love coming in here. And it's kind of like dissecting a comic book, and I get to hear the opinions of these guys, and I know, like, I'm going to take their uh, opinion uh, into consideration because you know they're as much seasoned uh, comic book veterans as I am, as how long I've read books, basically. Well, for the most part, and uh, yeah, that's what I look forward to. Is I think that you know we all have a voice and an opinion for these books. But I also trust these voices and opinions. And, you know, obviously we never always agree on a book. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we're at each other's throats like you're fucking dead wrong. But I think that's kind of the point. If uh, one person really enjoyed it and another person didn't, I want to know why. We want to, that's what we dissect here on the show. We're telling, we're trying to explain why this book should be read or why this book should be avoided at all costs. Um, so, yeah, I really look forward to just kind of getting to the meat. Of you know, going off of what you said, and uh, I do have a different favorite thing, but it's just a comment on what you said. I do like that when we come in here and I find out, like I do, like you said, I find out that we all agree on something. I'm like, yeah, right. I'm not crazy. Like I did, like this is really like what I get out of this book, and it really comes true for you guys too. But also, like when we disagree in a book, and I've heard feedback people saying like, uh, when they come in the show, they're a little intimidated because they're like. Man, those guys, they really know what they're talking about. And you come on there and uh, they're going to let you know what they think about a book. And But it's never like, and it's never like uh, attacking each other and be like that. Like, it might sound like that, but it's, we really are three great friends. And when uh, Guest Host One decides to stop by, to him too. But like, when we talk about those books, even back when it was just like, like you said, Google Hangouts and we used to talk around the table, it was the same thing. And then afterwards, we're all uh, making a joke about tuning your arm. It's just, that I mean, right. that's the way our friendship is. And so, when you hear that in the show, and we're disagreeing, I think we all understand that like we can be critical of what other people think, but still accept what they think. And I think all the time you hear me say in the show, like I don't think it's for me, but like it's for you, it's fine. But I think like this is Once what it I comes don't like to about. Garrett's games. Then you just uh, <laughs> shit all over. <laughs> that is for humor, one hundred percent. Uh, I actually did um, when I listened back to that riddle game. I actually did really like it. Yeah, but yes. at the time, Put I need, the we need to, hours we need to amp game. it up. <laughs> uh, the uh, the thing that I really like about this show, and uh, it's not about me, and actually um, is seeing that over the course of now going into year three, that you two kind of come into your own with the same thing like you were saying, like looking at books critically and like kind of like looking at understanding what you like about a book and not just being like, I think I said that when we first started the show, that was another rule I made. I was like, we cannot just say this book is bad and it's not good. 
like figure out what you don't like about it and that's what we're going to talk about. You can't just be like your book's not good, be like why don't why don't I like about it? And I think it really does help when we read comics now. It's you figuring out what you like and what you don't like. And even like with the games or any kind of the special episodes that we have, if you hear the three of us on these mics, it's like we were born to do this. Like especially you two on these mics. Uh, when I hear you guys on these mics, I'm always like, uh, these guys were meant to do this. We should have done this sooner. And yeah. I can't see a, stop, a time when we're going to stop. So Hell that's no. the best this, thing about this This train is a rolling. Speaking of which, then, uh, the third and final question of this round for memories is uh, making uh, future memories. What's your future hopes for where this goes into year three? Um, I would say... Um, you know, we've had a lot of amazing guest hosts on our show and, you know, we're just getting so many creative partners involved with our show that I just want more. I think this community that, you know, uh, especially coming out of the 605 that we're creating, um, I think it's really fun, but we're reaching out to like, you know, how many countries are we in? 50, 67, whatever, like whatever the freaking number is, um, that is so cool that like, you know, people are listening to us and that we're creating this community. Um, but yeah, I would love for us to just have like more guest hosts, get some people that have been in the industry. Um, you know, we've talked to some that already have, um, and it's really fun, you know, cause we read from the, you know, an outside perspective of what a writer or an artist is trying to portray, but to actually get into the mind of those creators, that's exciting. And I would, I mean, I think, if you kind of notice that we've been getting more guest hosts over time, it's just more fun to get a big variety of guest hosts. I, I think the thing I'm looking forward to in our future, and it's actually more of a, a near future, is our SuperCon. We're going to be there for all three days. We've got our first live show in front of an audience. Um, I'm just excited to hopefully give you guys a good time. And for all the charisma and character that, all three of us bring in our guest hosts who will be there. I just want to entertain people because that's what the whole point of us doing the show is, is not only to spend time with each other and to dissect these books and to have some laughs and have some beers, but it's to give you guys, the listeners, and at that point in time, the audience, something to enjoy, something to look forward to, and something for us to strive for is to be good entertainers. I think uh, what I'm looking forward to most of year three is trying to do like trying to stretch ourselves creatively, see what we can do, especially with that Supercon episode, see how we uh, do that. And even like you said, bringing on guests and seeing how we melt with them. But even like in year two, we started the forecast, right? And like we never, that wasn't even something on our radar. So one day, I believe we were like, we would talk about solicits or the week's books coming out. And I was like, this should be a show. And we started doing the show. Uh, things like that, special episodes that we could do this team and T you guys have been talking about, of course. but even maybe one day bring it back and I'm not opposed to it. It just takes a lot of time. That's why it's on pause right now. That video show, cause I actually did like really like while I was doing it, doing it, it's just, it takes a while time, a little time to do it. Um, you know, getting into being more of a show, like Alex was saying more for people, more stuff for people to enjoy and whatever we can do. And I think we're, at a point now where uh, the ball's rolling. And so hopefully, if you enjoy this show, more is coming. Uh, and maybe even more, you know, check out that YouTube page. And stuff more, might, so more shows might be coming out there. I know we've been kind of talking about, like, random things that might be going on there. And uh, 
I think something that we've we have attempted to do in the past two months was to put our our poll lists on Facebook. I have been a I haven't done it very much lately, but I think that's a good thing for us. Nothing else, because we do it anyway amongst the three of us. Give everyone the opportunity to see. Hey, uh, is Garrett still going to be pulling crude number three, or is Alex going to attempt to get uh, Weatherman number two? Yeah, I mean, it, would, it we were starting there for a little bit to see as experiment, and we had some people commenting, but we really do want it to be like you said, like. Garrett might get a book that we never talk about on the show. And so uh, Gasolina, for instance, and like if he was posting it there, you could talk to him about Gasolina. I mean, Garrett and Alex and I, I don't think are really opposed to if you ever want to reach out to us on social media or through our email address or leave a voicemail to talk about things that we don't normally talk about on the show. And we can, uh, we do more, read more than we actually talk about the show. So speaking of which, WednesdayComic605 at gmail.com, send us an email and uh, let us know uh what books what's your favorite book of the year oh i mean the last uh, yeah the last 12 months or send us a voicemail um 605-215-1849 send us a voicemail let you know let us know what you uh more what what you want to hear about in year three let us know maybe you got some ideas roll the ball a little bit in our court and we'll uh, take it and throw that hoop for that three who knows (laughs) throw that (laughs) the way the way your story was we were doing an alley open and not shooting a three um Twitter. Uh, sorry. <laughs> He's checking the Twitter sphere. My son woke up, so I was wondering. Oh, uh, damn it, Alex. You're too loud. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, um, Twitter at Wednesday Comics or at uh, Alex Pastrello at... Is that your name? That is, that I'm is. thrown. At Gerard2188 or <laughs> at Marvin underscore Saguero at Pastrami News. I think he's dead, though. Um, he did something a couple weeks ago. <laughs> And you can find us on... Uh, talking about the Winter Olympics on there? <laughs> it'll be <laughs> facebook.com slash Wednesday Comics Podcast. And you can, uh, like Alex said, look on there for a poll list. Uh, post what... You know, if we, we didn't post anything that week, you post it. Get this conversation started. We'll respond to it. We're all on... I know we got one fan that reads that Aqua Guy book. I don't know if it's any good, <laughs> Aqua though. Dude? Aqua Yeah. Man. I don't know. I heard it's fair. I don't. I, don't think, <laughs> I haven't heard it's good or that it's bad. It's just fair. It's okay. It um, doesn't like I'm interested in that book. Then, so let us know what you're yeah, picking up. I get it. <laughs> and, uh, and by the way, also speaking of uh, Garrett was saying, uh, all the guests that we found on, make sure you go to and support them while I'm plugging people here. Dylan uh, had a Jacobson had a new uh, his Champions issue three just came out. Go to Cafea. Um, is it a Cafea? No, Last Up City Shop. Both. Uh, Locations in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. If you want to pick that up, it'll soon be in Comicsology. When I checked, because I was going to buy it, wasn't on there yet, but I'm sure it's going to be on there soon. He's on a tour right now, so he's not available um, in Sioux Falls, but he will be back soon as uh, he's done with that. So he might be coming to a town near you. Just go to his website, DylanJJacobson.com, and uh, see where he's at, or follow him on Twitter. Same uh, handle there, Dylan J. J. Jacobson, and see where he's at. Uh, comic book genie, Mikey. Make sure you go to his website and. Uh, see what he's doing and look at his art and follow him on Instagram also, by the way, comic genie. He's doing some great stuff over there and uh Sarge America, follow him on uh, YouTube and on Twitter. And he's put up posting videos over there. And uh, as always roots of the swamp thing.com, John Boylan, yeah, your definitive source for all things swamp thing. Like we were saying before swamp thing popping up all over the place. Make sure you know about him and make sure you go. And he's asking right now for writers for Holland files number three. So that'll be coming out soon. Uh, keep, on DC World Swampy on Twitter, ifacebook.com slash Ruth Swamp Thing. Make sure you follow him on both. That way you know when that 
issue threes and pre-orders, so you don't miss an issue. But we had a book club coming out, right, Garrett? Wednesday Comics League of Extraordinary Gentle People proudly presents... Uh, Saga of the Swamp Thing. Speaking of the swamp, we will be talking about Alan Moore's uh, first uh, book about uh, Swamp Thing, about how he his take on the character that will be coming up soon the second week of July. So make sure to give your feedback in Wednesday Comics at excuse me, Wednesday Comics 605 at gmail.com or 605-215-1849. Leave us a voicemail after you read that book. And let us know what you think. Supercon, speaking of which, 20, September 28th, 29th, and 30th, as Alex mentioned before, we'll be doing a live show. So make sure you come out, get a weekend pass. Uh, it's 30 bucks, 10 bucks a day. It's not that much for what you're going to be. There's a lot of people there, like uh, Phil Hester will be there. We're bringing Phil Hester to Supercon. Uh, Shay Fontana will be there. Shay Fontana's right now blowing up. She's got a lot of things going on right now. And so make sure you get your pass. Show up, and you'll see the aforementioned uh, guests around there all the time, and you'll want to show up for the Wednesday Comics After Dark show um, and uh, be around for the shenanigans and uh, stay around for the community. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, excuse me, uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. There's others too, but those are the main four. And make sure, like we were talking about before, we were looking for stuff to do in the future. And if you enjoy this show, we would appreciate you spreading the word Let's get to every single country in this uh, great world of ours. And let's make sure the uh, Avatar the Green can listen to this show no matter what what piece of green he's connected to. Even in the space. Even <laughs> in space. Um, let your friends know about the show. Uh, spread the word of Wednesday Comics because we'll be around. And we'll make sure to give it our all. My name is Marvin. I'm Alex. And I'm Garrett. Hey, everyone. Keep showing those pages. Hey, once again, late to the party. Hopefully not late for your guys' uh, show. Uh, this is Sergeant America. just wanted to tell you that, of course, Wildstorm is the book to be reading right now. Uh, we're right on 14, of course, of 24, so ongoing enough for me. Uh, if that one wouldn't count, then uh, I'd probably have to say, as I was looking through my collection, uh, Manifest Destiny, where we're at number 35. They're actually in South Dakota, so I mean, you should be reading it right now for that reason, if nothing else, uh, or at least the Dakotas. Um, I did really want to jump on uh, Old Man Hawkeye. Everything about it looks good. I did read some of that. Uh, but of course, uh, you know, you gotta, gotta always pick one. So, you know, take, take your, take your uh, show on what we got out there. Uh, too many, too many good books, but, uh, once again, you guys are doing great. Uh, keep kicking that show out. Keep reading your books. Catchphrase.